I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex and the City. Um, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? Is there a crisp in the morning air where you're at? And then at like 2 p.m. it's 82 degrees and you're just like, how do I dress? Like what what do I do with my life now? Um, I have a very love-hate relationship with September, um, mostly because I just hate being sweaty. And uh I always am then like if you're going to give me cool weather, then it's got to be cool all fucking day. It can't be one of these like switch hitter situations. Is that, am I even using that right? Where it's like, oh no, I'm cool. Oh no, I'm hot. But it, when this airs, it's going to be a couple days from October. So I want to talk about to you guys about something um, very personal to me, uh, for me right now. Um, I actually just literally told my mom about it. Um, and I haven't even told friends about it yet. And it's also like, I'm not trying to sound alarming at all. I don't think it's anything alarming, but I just think with October coming right around the corner, it's important to talk about because I just think people are sometimes afraid. I don't know. I think 
doctors and, and tests and, and things can be scary. And I think a lot of times myself included when I was very young, um, would just instead kind of ignore, um, symptoms or, or red flags in my body. And I'm not going to lie, like two times I have actually almost died. Um, I wish that was an exaggeration. It's not. Once was from MRSA and once was from a UTI that I ignored and it turned into my kidneys like literally failing. But luckily, I uh, caught both right in the nick of time um, that the doctors and the meds could do their thing. Um, so like I said, as October is coming right around the corner, that is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So a few weeks back, maybe I want to say like end of August, I did a breast exam for myself, um, which I highly recommend you all do, even if you don't have technically breast, but you have more of a chest. Um, any gender can get breast cancer. And I found a lump, a relatively large lump. And so sometimes, you know, if you're like around your period, uh, you might have like lumpier breasts or something, blah, blah, blah. So I've been told. Um, this lump has stayed the same throughout uh, PMS and a period as well. And I was actually going to get it checked out sooner, but then the herps in the mouth happened and that sucked. And I really just wanted to get that done right away and dealt with that first. And then the next weekend I was at the, the hospital at the doctor's. Anywho, um, like I said, I was going to get that checked out first, but then the other thing happened and then I actually got lectured by my doctor. Um, <laughs> she was like, a lump always comes first. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I didn't realize that, like this is new, but I'm here. Okay. Like I found it a month ago. Let's move forward. Okay. I've already made the mistake. How do we rectify from here? Something that I have found interesting and Aaron was like, they might be saying that to just, you know comfort you is that each person that I've talked to so far about the lump have been like, well, you're young, so it's most likely not cancer, which like cool, great. But I also just kind of don't like that sentiment. I'm a very like, let's keep it honest. Let's keep it real. Let's keep all options open. And that could be my OCD. It most likely is. I have therapy tonight and I'll probably talk to her about that. But I find it very frustrating because it's I guess I find it frustrating because this is what happened with the dizzy spells and the migraines was that it took a long time and a, like a slew of doctors to take me seriously. And then finally I did find, you know, a good doctor, a, an ENT that took me seriously and didn't question me at all and gave me the okay for all the tests that I needed to move forward and then recommended someone else that also took me very seriously. And ultimately that neurologist got my head okay, <laughs> got my head to stop being in like throbbing pain on a daily basis. So it could me be me just on the defensive and I'm just like, that feels like a red flag, but I'm saying this to like trust your body is what I'm saying. And, you know, I am a woman, I know that there is, you know, it can be harder for women to get their needs taken care of, but also I'm a white woman, so I don't even have it nearly as hard as um, other women in this country, let alone the fucking healthcare system here just is such a fucking shit show. But again, I'm just voicing that frustration because I find it frustrating. <laughs> That's a great sentence. I voice that frustration because I find it frustrating. I guess I just, you know, when I'm paying, you know, out of, not, not even out of pocket, but I'm paying, you know, monthly and then on top of that paying you know these co-fees co-pays co-fees i want to be taken seriously i don't want to be 
forced to go through the rigmarole repeatedly. That being said, uh, even though the first doctor said that, she did a breast exam on me and she found the lump immediately. And she was like, oh, are you talking about this? And I was like, yes, like I'm not making this up. Because originally she was like, it's probably, you know, it's probably fine. And her potential diagnosis is that it's either, you know, a cyst, a fibroid cyst, fibroid. I think that's what I'm saying, right? Or it could potentially be a benign tumor, which happens um, in young women. Um, anywho, still want it seriously taken. And so I was referred to someone else to get a sonogram and possibly a mammogram. Uh, mammograms are kind of weird from what I've been told when you're young because a lot of times insurance won't cover it if you're young. Um, so that's fun. And I guess the other reason I find it so frustrating for these these hoops is like, I don't know about y'all. I actually have a, a decent amount of friends that I know have gotten breast cancer in their 30s or have gotten double mastectomies in their 30s because they were, they did have the gene for breast cancer. So while they may have been trying to comfort me on maybe that's just, you know, what they do for most patients in the beginning and try not to get them to be worried. I think it's important just to also, you know, deal with the reality of what could potentially be happening. Um, but again, that is my OCD. I am a worst case scenario type of person. And to be honest, I'm actually not that freaked out. Um, I think I should be more freaked out, but I think it goes into just taking it seriously and going forward and, you know, spending my weekends in the doctor's office. I have a doctor's appointment on Friday and then on Saturday. And like, that is what my weekend is. Because, you know, potentially I'd like to be around for a little bit longer. And again, I'm just talking about this with you guys on the podcast because I just think it's really easy to ignore. And then I also think, especially like the way the healthcare system is created, like you might not even have access. So that's going to make you ignore more as well, because then you're not paying out of pocket and it's just so infuriating. And so I understand if you're like, I'm not getting this checked out because I just can't afford it. And maybe there's ways around that. Maybe there's some sliding scale situations. But if the reason you're not going is because you're scared of the answer, like isn't the scariest answer of death, like not being here anymore? And I've talked about this so many times during the COVID episodes, which again, I will never listen to because I just can't hear. I just can't hear them. I don't want to hear how like soppy I sound. Um, I'm constantly thinking about death. I'm constantly thinking what it's going to feel like, what is there and after, or is it just this? Like, what happens when you're just gone? And as me and Aaron, you know, build more of a future together and, you know, now we're talking about kids and things like that, I just, it's made me like reevaluate a lot of my habits, including like ignoring symptoms because it's like, I don't want my ignorance or my, um, this fear to be the reason I, I can't be there for my children, my potential children. Like, I don't want it to be a stupid reason like that. That makes sense. And like legit, that's actually why I did the breast exam. I was like, oh my God, I've like never done one. Truly, I've like never done one. And I was like, I should like, like this is something I should be thinking about, especially like, you know, what comes forward with like kids? Like, will I be breastfeeding? Will I not be? Like, you know, if I had to freak out with Aaron, I was like, you know, what if it is? You know, what if it is cancer? And what if I potentially have to get like a double mastectomy? And that's like obviously worst case scenario. And it's like, and then I don't have the option to breastfeed anymore. And he was like, I thought you didn't want to breastfeed. I was like, no, I don't know what I want, but I want the option. I just don't know what's best for me yet. Remember in our 20s when like the hardest part of the week was just like getting through the week and then just like drinking all the time? Um, your 30s are just 
about taking for me, I'm going to take that back. My 30s for myself is taking myself seriously, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And what does that mean? And what does that look like? And how do you change things that you're doing in the past that like aren't good for you? It's so weird having to think about like other people <laughs> when they don't even exist yet. Um, because I actually kind of didn't realize that until this episode right now, that that is why I did the press exam of like, oh, you're going to need these bad boys if you decide to have kids. Um, no, well, we want to have kids, but if we do have kids, because who knows what my body can even do, you know, that's always a fun little little jaunt as well to figure out, am I a fertile myrtle or nah? And then going forward, I don't know. It's so many things. But just like with the herbs, I just want to be as honest and open with y'all because I don't want, what do I want? I want people to just, I want people to learn from me. I just want to be as open as possible with my personal experience with, I guess, like literally life um, and sex and relationships and dating and friendships and health and personal um, health and mental health as much as I possibly can because it may possibly help someone else. And the example I'll use is when I was like clinically diagnosed with OCD, I always had an inkling that it was OCD when I became an adult. But once I was like clinically diagnosed by my, um, by my therapist, I had always thought like OCD was like just this like mental health disorder that you just either were going to get or not get based on your genes. And she was like, oh no. She was like, no, no, no. Like usually OCD is triggered. Like maybe you're more susceptible to it, but it's triggered by something traumatic in your life usually. Um, and it's a form of like intense anxiety. And I was just like, how freeing would that have been to know that it was anxiety? Because my whole life I thought I never did have anxiety. So when I did experience it in a different way than OCD, I uh, was flabbergasted. And I just think talking about it more and more for people can just help continue this, you know, picking away at the stigma of what mental health is and finding ways to truly take it more seriously on a health and medical professional way, right? Like, like they always say, like, you know, if you broke your leg, someone wouldn't tell you to just get over it, you know, when that's kind of how sometimes people, you know, treat anxiety and depression. And same with like cancer. No one's going to tell you like, oh, you shouldn't take a, take time off for the surgery. You know, maybe you do need like a mental health day. Like I think that would be so helpful for even children in school to have that, those tools and those capabilities to know that like, you know, hey, I'm not feeling my best mentally right now. Um, I'm taking a day off rather than having to have like a, you know, 102 fever or I don't know. It's been so long since I've been in school. But this is just me rambling. And we are getting right back to sex afterwards, um, after this episode. But again, I just like being as honest as I possibly can with you guys about what is going on, especially if I think that it might help um, someone else. Maybe you'll do a breast exam, a chest exam after this. And remember to do your armpit as well, armpits as well. Uh, as you do it. Google it. I literally just Googled it. And I was like, what am I supposed to do again? Oh, I'm supposed to be doing it monthly, you know? So maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're rolling your eyes and you're like, please just get back to the funny sex and dating and relationships. And we will, I promise. But 
I don't know. I just think that's what I like the best about the pod. Just having those types of open conversations to have, to help you feel, you know, safe and supported. So I hope that's what that does. Do your boob exam right now. Google it. If you don't know what to do, check it out. And if you feel a lump and you feel comfortable going to doctors, go to the doctors. Well, I mean, you can go to the doctors. I know there's a lot of different like hoops to go through and it's such bullshit, but I don't know. Does that make any sense? I feel like I just rambled for a really long time. And I thank you for going on this journey with me. Um, and I will keep you updated on more stuff, as I know, um, scheduled for a sonogram and possibly a mammogram on Saturday. So I will let you know. I haven't even told friends. Like, I literally just, Aaron knows and my mom knows, like, after, like, two hours ago. So I'm literally going to get texts being like, what the, why, what, why didn't you say anything? It's not that big of a deal. But here we go. All right, guys. Remember to like, lark, like, rate, subscribe, share breast exam wash your hands wear your mask get your vax if you haven't and i will see you guys next week okay bye